Hello, everybody, and thank you again for joining us on another special uh, episode of The Lime Boss. I'm Heather Gray, aka The Lime Boss, and I work with frustrated professionals who have you know, uh, embarrassing digestive issue, chronic brain fog, and lots and lots of pain that they haven't been able to figure out. Could it be undiagnosed Lyme? It was with me. I help people get to the root cause of these issues and then get back their life so that they can have an energetic, joy-filled, productive life, right? Who doesn't want that? And I like bringing other practitioners on who, you know, might not be Lyme-based, but definitely information that the Lyme community could use, as well as like basically everybody could use right now, right? Like a lot of the people I bring on, it's it's foundations of health. And Dr. Omatma is no different. Um, today's talk is the fertility in spite of Lyme disease. And I don't know about you folks, but um, I definitely had some fertility issues. Uh, and, you know, I'm not quite sure if it was related to Lyme or the endometriosis or, you know, fill in the blank. There's a lot of Americans, a lot of people worldwide who are having fertility issues. And we're going to dig a little deeper into that with Dr. Amatma. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Heather. I'm very excited to be here. We, we were having good laughs right before we got on. And she didn't <laughs> even ask me about my tiara. So, um, I thought, you know, I just got this for an early birthday present and Ooh. I thought, you know what, I'm going to wear it because I feel like it's, um, it's like the, the perfect side, you know, Lime boss. That's a very masculine name, right? Uh -huh. There's also a very feminine, you know, compassionate caring side of me. And so I was like, I think I'm going to soften it up today with a tiara. Cause I feel like oh, being that's a princess, really cool. <laughs> why not? Right. <laughs> yeah. I, um, you know, I, I was like, huh, I don't think she had that the last time I talked with her, but maybe it's just part of the outfit. I didn't want to make it weird or anything. <laughs> I was all bummed. I'm like, she didn't ask me about my tiara. <laughs> <laughs> Is it your birthday today <laughs> no actually it was an it was like a really early, early birthday present my birthday is not until the end of march okay um, yeah, okay well yeah. shoot we can have birthday presents all the time That's right? Right. right and yeah. you know why do we need a, a an occasion to feel pretty <laughs> so, yeah so let's yeah let's I'm talk about you. fertility tell us a little bit about your background what got you into this specialty because i found that a lot of folks that have like the niche usually have a personal story that goes along with it so is that true for yeah. you yeah, it, it actually is. I was already a naturopathic doctor at the time and like running this practice, mostly women's health, but believe it or not, I'd never seen a fertility person in my practice. And um, and I just like found myself married to this man who wanted to have kids. And every time he would talk about kids, my uterus would just be screaming. Like, no! <laughs> Oh, no. And I was like, oh, shit, what is happening? And I'm like a super believer in intuition and all of these things. So I was like, I don't know. I got to figure out something here because my body is really reacting to this word. Um, and everything that I remembered from naturopathic medical school was literally like fertility drops off of a cliff at 35. And I was not that far away from 35 that I was like, oh crap should i be looking into something like what am i doing here and if i'm not having kids with this person am i do i like forego having children do i freeze my eggs i just didn't know like where to even turn and so i i like dove into the research for nine months and <laughs> nine months <laughs> yeah literally like i and it's it's actually really weird and creepy like 
it literally takes nine months for everything that I've created in my life. It's a nine month process. Huh. Um, like major transitions take about nine months and it's, it's bizarre, but everything moves for me in nine month cycles. And I feel like that's really coherent with like creation of life also takes nine months. So Absolutely. you are <laughs> yeah. super tapped in. Like that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So I spent all this time just researching and I was like, what can I do for my fertility? Is fertility going to drop off of a cliff? Is this like a really big concern or do I like, am I okay to leave this person, not have a child with the wrong person mm -hmm. and, uh, and wait for the right person, you know? And that's what I ended up opting for, but it was with a lot of background and a lot of like, confirmation that what I had learned in school was actually way incorrect. Uh, this is what all of us learn, right? It's what social media promotes. It's what television and news and it just literally it's everywhere. I say it to my clients all the time. If you see it on TV, do the opposite, right? Because <laughs> I mean, a lot of us have been brought up with, this is a part of a balanced breakfast, you know, bullshit. <laughs> that's diabetes in the making, right? It's a bowl of cereal with a piece of fruit and fruit juice and toast. Uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for, for saying that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just ended up um, feeling like I could do something different. And I ended up waiting seven years after that point to actually try to even get pregnant and um, went through a year before that, like my my now husband, then partner was like, let's have kids, let's have kids, let's have kids. And I was like, OK, 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 like I'm working on it. And that whole time, like for about a year, I was literally like doing all of the steps that we do in our program to support fertility clients I was doing on myself and and then the day we conceived was literally he was like is today the day and he he had kept asking that for many days many months you know he was like is today it is it today is it today and finally I was like yes it's today and we got pregnant that day holy <laughs> shit what uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. There's like a couple different like wow movements moments in this in this talk. Like, so you 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 had the man who wanted to have kids right away. You had he ended up waiting for seven years. Well, so no, sorry. The person that I like kind of my uterus was just like, no, that person I ended that relationship. Okay. Um, yeah, I was, I got very clear. I was like, actually, I want children. So the no is not to children, it's to this person gotcha. and and we were married so I was like oh, this is gonna be quite a thing gotcha. um, no, that had to have been really tough but kudos to you for really standing in your truth and not doing something that you I mean holy that is that's huge for women like yeah that's huge that's huge yeah and to be like oh yeah I'm in my 30s and I'm just gonna like leave this partner that I chose to marry wow to potentially wait for someone else who knows when that would happen? Yeah, um, <laughs> I got some bad props for you, woman. Like that's 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 some brave. That took that's some bravery right there. Yeah, it took it took a little bit to be like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna just like leap out on faith that I will find the right person and that he will want to have children. But I also like, I also let go of this idea that I have to have children. So it was like, 
if it happens, I'm okay with it. And if it doesn't happen, like maybe I find someone who already has kids who doesn't want to have children. All good. No problem. And so I wasn't stressing it. And then I met my now husband. Uh, I met him actually three weeks after my divorce and finished. God. Oh my God. <laughs> Which is crazy. <laughs> so crazy. Like I needed the practice relationship to actually like find the true relationship. The universe so conspired for you. It was yeah. like, okay, you passed the test of standing in yeah. your truth. Here's your reward. Yeah. Here's <laughs> Here it is. Yeah. And, and within a few weeks, he was like, let's get married. He was, he was kind of joking, but kind of serious, you know? And then of a couple of months into dating, he was like, um, so do you see yourself having kids? Like he was having these conversations and I was like, well, no, I figured you already have kids. So you were good and you didn't want any more. And he's like, no, no, we should definitely have children like we need to have a child together and I was like oh okay cool <laughs> that's pretty cool <laughs> and then and then we just like waited and he I feel like he was more ready than I was but it, you know it was just like I was waiting for the right time and to find that alignment within myself where I felt like I was in the best state of health to have a child <laughs> you know that is absolutely incredible. Um, yeah. So it took it took it took him a lot of years of waiting before I was like, yes, this is it. Let's do it. What uh, a blessing to that kid and to yourself, though, for both of you to be in the state of mind of wanting a kid. Like I was so young and I never wanted kids. And I'd already miscarried and I was in a bad relationship, you know, mm -hmm. and who, how differently would, you know, any kids that I had, lives have been different, childhood have been different with a parent that was really on board, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. what a blessing that is. What it, a blessing. it is. And it's, it's like the kind of the gift of being an older parent is oh, yeah, that yeah, you're yeah. in a different place and you're more ready and you're like, it like way more present, right? um and like every day I look at our child and I'm like so grateful so wow. grateful that I How did old? not have a child with the wrong man uh uh he's now four and a half almost five okay still at the fun age <laughs> talk to me again when he's a teenager oh my god I will I I feel like I'll always be grateful that I chose the partner that I chose to have the child with he's an amazing dad wow. and um and no matter like what's happening with us it's always still like our child is kind of our love you know absolutely and yeah so it's it's really beautiful and i'm so grateful every day like i don't care what's happening in my life i just I'm like oh thank god <laughs> thank god i'm not with the wrong person thank god i'm like having a child with the person that i want to have a child with and that he's actually a good father and like just amazing absolutely incredible <laughs> so yeah so thank you for that that's what an incredible story let's uh <laughs> let's dive a little deeper into yeah. fertility in the spite of lyme disease so yeah yeah talk to me yeah well lyme disease and like in general chronic conditions make it a lot harder to get pregnant right so lyme is one of those things that at least from what i've seen comes with a whole host of issues that are essentially like 
on a low level causing inflammation in the body that the body has to deal with and when the body is dealing with underlying stuff that's just chronically happening at a low grade level it doesn't have extra resources to give to reproduction so it's really easy to say our body's constantly choosing is it my survival or is it procreation and it is a it's not a both and it's like one or the other it's i have enough resources to procreate or i need to focus on my own survival and whenever i need to focus on my own survival procreation is off the table so it doesn't matter so much what illness or what dis disease is happening under the surface they're all going to lead the body towards staying away from procreation. So I've seen a lot of people that do, and, and I studied naturopathic medicine in Connecticut where Lyme is super yeah. rampant. Yeah, yeah. So it's like so much of my training was in Lyme disease. And I was like, also, you know, like I just never thought about it, but there have been patients that I've seen with Lyme that definitely are like, I can't have a child. Why can't I have a child? Um, they didn't tell me this was going to be the, the side effect or the downside of it, right? Um, so our process is really like, whenever we are thinking about fertility, it's how do we get you to an optimal fertile state? And that can happen with whatever is happening under the surface. Um, so yeah, uh, we have a patient right now who has chronic fatigue syndrome, like pretty severe chronic fatigue syndrome. Um, she can barely get out of bed. She has so much pain all the time. And she's like, I, I really want to have a child. And she has an 18 year old. And I'm like, why do you want to do this? <laughs> um, I'm like, you have an 18 year old you she's also a solo mom by choice so there i i just don't understand and she's just like i just love children like i really want to have a child and you get a job at a daycare no sorry <laughs> no, no I, yeah, yeah I, that's, a, that's a tough one like i was thinking really... about the morale the moral aspect to sometimes of fertility right mm -hmm. like I know that there's a pretty hot discussion in some of the Lyme groups that I've mm -hmm. seen about mothers who know that they are positive with Lyme disease talking about getting pregnant. Mm -hmm. And we know that Lyme disease can be passed to the baby. Yeah. Right. So yeah. what do you like, what do you do? How do you, how do you um, counsel a person around that? Yeah, I think it's a, it is a tough decision. Um, and I think that at least from the people that we have worked with, we know that if Lyme is in remission and if this person is has achieved this like optimal fertile state is what we call it, um, the chances that the child is going to suffer is a lot lower. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. So if like, and at least the children that we know that have been born to mamas with Lyme positive, um, they're fine. Like they don't have symptoms. They don't, they're not showing anything outwardly of Lyme. So, and we'll wait and see, like <laughs> some of those kids are only like 
three, four, five, six, they're relatively young, right? So who knows? I don't know that it's totally trackable yet, but we do know that so far they are in a good healthy state. And I think that so much of that has to do with mama's state during pregnancy. So if we know that, then we have to work backwards. And, and I think the biggest thing is just like making sure that you are ready to take a longer time to conceive and like preemptively do a lot of healing and a lot of work before choosing to have a child. Absolutely. I had a Lyme client come to me one time and she said that that was her whole main goal was she was already working with a fertility person. You know, Mm -hmm. she wanted to get pregnant like yesterday and I kept trying to put the brakes on it It was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like we really need to get you stable and healthy right before we ever talk about, because I mean, Lyme is a parasite and babies are actually like a parasite, (laughs) right? They they take so much from the body. Like when I was pregnant, I never had problems with my teeth. When I was pregnant between the Lyme disease and the pregnancy, like my teeth went to hell, you know, in in the nine months, my hair was falling out. Like I I literally felt like every ounce of energy was being literally sucked the life out of me. Yes, absolutely. And I I said that. that. Yeah, it's like, yeah, right? Kids too. A little parasite. (laughs) Absolutely. And this host was not well enough for that parasite, you know, but man yeah, yeah and it and i think it's amazing when when the host is not healthy enough for the the baby parasite then it it really like most of the time it works against us in the sense that it won't even happen yes but, thank god that's why i miscarried <laughs> the first time i'm convinced right it, and miscarriages tend to go through the roof in women who have underlying chronic conditions because we're not healthy enough to carry that child all the way to term and we our bodies are basically saying hey we are choosing us first i'm putting myself first because i can do this to a detriment to my own body but i choose not to and it's it's really like the survival mechanism kicking in So we have to consider that if for a person with a chronic illness, Lyme disease, the optimal fertile state actually needs to be way more fertile than even the average woman, because you have already like you already have this parasite, like you said, and you're going to have another one that you're choosing to have. (laughs) And sure, it's only nine months and, you know, you'll, you're, hopefully you'll recover from that, but it's, it can be really a long journey. Oh, absolutely. And definitely longer than nine months if you choose to breastfeed, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's a whole yeah. another level of literally okay. the life being sucked out. And, of it. and they're still taking all of your nutrients oh. and still taking all of your resources. And yeah, that it doesn't really end <laughs> at yeah. nine months. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Fascinating. Fascinating. That's got to be a tough part of your job of, of getting people to understand that they're not healthy enough and, and, and the things that you have to do, like, 
you know, I always just thought fertility specialists, you know, doing like the IVF and, you know, mm -hmm. like the hardcore ways of, of making fertility happen. But it sounds like you're really going in at the root cause and building a person up the way that they should, instead of just implanting a bunch of babies in them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, sometimes that like over overhaul through um hormones and making something happen that the body is actually trying not to have happen right is a little bit of an indicator and a little bit of like like whoa let's pause for a second why why has this been a struggle for three years like you're in a optimal health state your body wants to procreate period right like that's what we're designed to do as mm -hmm. mammals so if body wants to procreate is the the natural state then what's pulled us out of that natural state that's making it so much harder to conceive or to carry to term and often asking that question leads down very different pathways than when we just like oh we can just give you progesterone and estrogen and and like growth hormone and whatever like hormones that we need to like get your body to do what it is that we want it to do. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like getting to that root cause level and, and being able to say like, pause, let's assess everything. And even for some of these like Lyme patients that we have worked with, a lot of them actually Lyme may even be in the background they had thyroid issues gut health issues right like so many things happening under the surface that i'm like well you're just dirty like how are you how is this happening how do you survive this so i think it's it's um it's really important to when you know that you have something that is going to make things more challenging preparing for it preparing to get your body in that optimal fertile state this should be for everybody but definitely for people that are struggling with health stuff and then making sure that the practitioner that you're working with is really looking at every single angle of what could be going on that is potentially taking you away from that optimal state absolutely i know it's so sad i had a, a recent client sign up and she's like oh I'm slightly overwhelmed. I didn't realize your course was going to be so, you know, uh, so involved. And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm like, think, <laughs> did, you, did you think I was just going to give you a pill or a supplement and send you on your way? I'm like, we're going to dump your life upside down and we're going to keep what works and we're going to get rid of what doesn't because yeah. if nothing changes, nothing changes, right? Like, right. Our best thinking got us here. Our best actions got us here. So if we want to do something different, we need to go a different direction. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love technology these days to help us out. And I think I noticed on your hand an aura ring. Is that what that is? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I yeah. want one so bad. I just haven't been able to afford one yet. Um, <laughs> Birthday present. <laughs> uh, right. That's just right around the corner. Um, tell me, how have you noticed, uh, what do you like about the aura ring and, and can it be used to also kind of help optimize fertility? possibly yes possibly. Okay. so we're i'm testing it out which is why i have one and yeah. by the way this should be like a business expense like you need this oh yeah yeah for yeah. your business yeah 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 so, <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely there you go. absolutely 
<laughs> your business needs to get you this present. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, and the bioenergetic work that I do, yeah. um, I I want to do the experiments. I like I want to see how actually the the infoceuticals that I take and the bioenergetic work that I do, mm -hmm. how it affects my sleep and how it affects yeah. my body. Because if I've got that real data of like this is how it affects me, like boom like that's that's beautiful yeah. right data is so key so ah, I yeah i i love the aura ring um the when i first got it the first six months really is crucial because that's where your your body is getting the feedback of like oh i know that i slept crappy because i see the chart mm -hmm. and then I know what I did the night before that caused me to have the crappy sleep. So it's, you're intellectually like making all the connections right. where you like, oh yeah, that totally messes with my sleep. I'm not going to do that anymore. Probably not going to have a glass of wine because my sleep is going to be totally shit. Um, so absolutely uh, helpful in that sense. HRV has been the other thing that I think is a absolutely fascinating and i'm actually trying to see if there in the research if there's a correlation between hrv and male fertility because um my, in theory like higher hrv probably better fertility um but it would be cool if there were some studies on this because there are not really great ways to assess male fertility outside of semen analysis and essentially like semen only sperm only turn over every four months so if you don't have a way to know if the changes that you're making is going to have a tangible effect on the sperm you're waiting four months to get a response mm. whereas for women like we use bbt charting uh, temperature tracking to have the instant feedback of like I can look at a chart and be like, oh, your hormones were messed up this month. Let's tweak this and do something different. Right. So that feedback loop has been so important for the women. And we've got that system so finely tuned in that we can be like, yep, we know with predictability which thing is going to create which change, which is going to create what thing in your BBT chart. We would love to get to that point with male fertility and there's just nothing right now mm -hmm. so i'm very curious about the application of this for male fertility but as far as like overall health i think hrv is a really great indicator and um and then uh aura ring just rolled out their collaboration with natural cycles which is an app that tracks basal body temperature um, I'm still waiting on the the feedback of this because it, like all of the research that I've done is like there's no way that um, you can get accurate basal body temperature from distal extremities. Ah. So it has to be like the core of your body right, is right, where right. you get BBT. So where something around your neck, it's a special necklace. <laughs> <laughs> well, the more like, you can you do like a up. little patch at the back of your neck or something, or like it could, it, like the, the thing we use right now is an armband that you just put on for before bed. So it's, it's doable at the core, but is it, is it accurate as accurate uh, on here? And 
obviously like natural cycles is really well respected and they did all this research and they're FDA approved and all this stuff. Hmm. So yes, they like predictably speaking, they can track ovulation and predict ovulation relatively well. Wow. But when we're using it in a, in like such a bigger context, like BBT for us is not just about ovulation. Like we want to know what's happening with your FSH, your estrogen, your LH. Like I literally want to know every single hormone in your body. And I'm picking up that information from your temperature chart. Hmm. So is natural cycles temperature tracking accurate enough for me to get to that level of nitty gritty my sense is not really uh, like the charts are just not as um readily reflective of all the hormones so we're still working on it it's it's a work in progress some people come in with um aura ring so we'll ask them to submit their aura ring data plus their um armband data so that we can do a side-by-side comparison and just... that's incredible we're such dorks i love it i know when i was telling my husband why i wanted the aura ring and why what kind of experimentation i wanted to do he's like you're such a dork and i'm like are you new here <laughs> Duh. Yeah. like we can geek out all day oh on this stuff. hey give me uh we're almost the time here give me like the one like last thing thing that you want to leave our our audience with today um a closing what nugget. can we leave our audience with i would say like if you have a chronic condition that regardless of what it is lyme disease some other parasites some like chronic fatigue syndrome whatever then in order to prepare for fertility think of it as the long game not the short game think of it as like how do I prepare my body for sometimes for years before I get to the point of wanting to have a child? Amen. And and part of that preparation should be hormone testing very early on. Like do that hormone testing as early as you can plausibly think to do it and get frequent baselines so you can say, okay, like this is actually pretty consistently out of whack or actually the hormones are okay, but my gut is like total garbage, right? Like really tune in to everything that your body is telling you and get that feedback through actual lab testing because wasting time when you're, when you actually start trying to conceive, you're already like anyone that I've ever met is like, I want to be pregnant yesterday five years ago yeah. yeah like it's never like yes i'm i'm aware that i want to be pregnant in a year from now right like most of the time we're already like oh i've been trying for one month and i should have been pregnant last month <laughs> right like we believe that it should happen right. instantaneously right. so really like question that belief and mindset and focus on what are all of the signs and symptoms and little indicator blinking lights that are happening in the body telling us that maybe something is out of whack and take the time to work on those things. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, that's brilliant. So now it is shameless plug time. So where can people <laughs> find you and what are you working on right now that you would like to give a shameless plug to? Oh, well, that's fun. Um, I People can find me on Instagram at holistic fertility doctor. 
And the shameless plug would be if you are a provider listening to this and you're like, oh, fertility sounds interesting. I would maybe like to do that someday. Then reach out to us because once a year we launch a practitioner training program that mentors practitioners and providers into um, becoming fertility experts with fertile businesses. Uh, so that's our jam. And yeah, and of course, if you're if you're not a practitioner, but is like fertility on the path to trying to get pregnant, then definitely reach out to us. We can, of course, help you with that as well. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you so much. And don't forget to check out the lionboss.com. I have a free cooking series. It's a lot of fun, very educational. And don't forget to share, like, subscribe, right? Like pass this beautiful information along. You never know whose life it could end up, you know, improving, saving, like legit. Um, but in the meantime, have a healthy day.